MSing About Productions presents MSing About, a podcast about nothing. Hi, I'm Ian Hayden. I'm an award-winning comedy writer who happens to have MS. And as usual, I'll be messing about today with my sidekick, carer, pianist and singer, Katrina Christensen. But first, let's make a beeline for our sponsor, Solace Sleep. Solace Sleep is Australia's number one manufacturer of adjustable beds. Check them out at solacesleep.com.au. And Katrina, did you get my text about making a beeline for bees? I did. Hello, how are you? Oh, well, I'm fine. <laughs> but, 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 yeah, I learned some fascinating things about bees. Did you And know? I reckon you've got a degree in bees like you had a degree in, oh. what was it, cauliflower? Cauliflower, yeah. you know. No, maybe, maybe not as knowledgeable on this topic, but... Can I... Can I yes. Well, it was my wife who told me this story. Oh, okay. And she told me the bees can sleep for five to six hours a day mm. and they curl up in a little flower and they like to sleep with other bees and they hold each other's feet. Oh, isn't that divine? I know. I went, ooh. <laughs> I want to be a bee. I want to find out more about bees. There you go. I might try that move tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you, you haven't got six feet. The interesting thing was, I, mm. I, I'm, I'm not scared of bees, but I'm wary of them. Yes, yes, and possibly yeah, be, a good thing to be. Well, well be. Uh, to be. <laughs> to be. Oh, not to be. be. That is the... Wary of the bee. That is the insect. <laughs> All right, there's well, a story I know they don't. I know they don't attack people because they die if they sting you. Yeah, they, that's they right. they pull their guts out. Yeah. But the male can't sting. Oh, it's only the female, and the female is the only one who makes the honey. Yes, well, you know, we are the hard workers. They are. That's what they call them, the workers. And the males are the drones, and they've only got one job. They do. Then that has to mate with the queen. That's it. And did you know that when they mate, that little—I don't know what you want to call it—penis. Pays the piano. Well, I don't think it does. It stays with the queen. Well, that's why the males die. Yeah, I know, right? And you know how many eggs a queen lays? Oh, I can imagine it would be a lot. Two and a half thousand to three thousand a day. Wow. And she lives for five years, so she's dropping bees everywhere. Yeah, but she only mates the one time. That's oh, no, 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 I think... Oh, she mates... I think it's mate, mate, and this one's gone and in comes the other bloke. I think Next she bloke. mates multiple times in the one session of sorts. Oh, but I haven't yeah. gone as far oh, as that. OK, well, we need to look at that. OK. Because we don't want to be giving false information on our podcast. Now, bees are mm. the only insects that make food that humans can eat. They do. That's it. It's called honey. yeah. Wasn't there a song called Honey? Oh, well, no, not really. There was a, a song called Honey. Milk. Bobby Goldsborough. I didn't ever say Honey, I miss you. But a cow makes milk. It's not an insect. Oh, an insect. insect. Sorry, I miss you saying <laughs> yeah. that. Okay. And Honey never goes off. No, it doesn't. doesn't have a use-by day. No. And they actually found Honey in the pyramids that was fit for eating. Wow. Wow. Did you know that at one time I had an old caravan... And in the water tank of the caravan, I had a beehive. Beehive yourself. Oh, you beehive yourself. <laughs> Is a that beehive, even possible? A, a, bee, a beehive in the... 
in the water yeah, in tank the water of tank. a caravan. Yeah. Did so, they, didn't they drown? No, well, there was no water in, in, oh, in the right, tank. Yeah, right. so we hadn't used the caravan for a long time. Bzzz. Yeah. Do you know what that is? Oh, uh, a bee. There's a bee buzzing. The sound. You know how they buzz? Yeah. Why they buzz? With their legs, isn't it? No, it's with their wings. They beat them two hundred times a second. Eleven thousand four hundred times, I heard. A minute. A minute. Let me hang on. Oh, no, no, that'd be right. That'd be right. Yeah. That'd be right because. 200 times a second times 60 is 1,200, so yeah. Yeah. Something like... 11,400 times in one minute. God, no wonder they need to sleep. That's why they're so noisy. Did you know they have five eyes? No, I didn't know they had five eyes. Well, they do. See? (laughs) I'm going to have to... I don't know how I'm going to get Dave to contribute to the podcast. Maybe I'll just ask him what, what, what bee is in his bonnet. You know what gets on my goat? Bloody telephones, that's what it is. And I'm talking Telstra here, not the phone company that I owned as a kid. Well, I owned it with my brother, uh, two empty cans and a long bit of string. I mean, it was a proper phone company. We charged threepence a call, sixpence for long distance, and uh, that's long distance had a really, really, really long piece of string all the way across the bloody footy oval and down the creek. You know how much Telstra hits me for? Yep, 150 bucks a month, every month. That's because they gave me a plan. You try and change that plan, eh? You see, you see, they don't have real people at the other end of the can. All you get is a pre-recorded Watsy voice saying, uh, this call is being monitored to ensure quality of service. Quality of service? I don't think so. I mean, if me and my brother had thought of that, we would have gone yabbying. And then another robot comes on and says, the call may be used for training purposes. I mean, they've got to hide using me as their trainer without paying me. I mean, who are they training anyway? Must be more bloody robots because another one cuts through the Muzak and says, if you want service difficulties, press 1. If you want account information, press 2. If you'd like more numbers on your phone, press 11. Another plan that you'd have to bloody pay for. For my 150 bucks, I get internet, a squillion gigabytes of data, unlimited talk, texts, plus two mobile services. But since the wife left me, I don't need two, so I need another bloody plan. I still remember the day that Reggie Young called me up. Thruppence be paid, called me can to can. It wasn't a good reception, so he started throwing rocks at me. I bolted, the string snapped, and voila, we'd invented the mobile telephone. It's time for Florence. What do you know about bees? Bees? Bees. I don't know a lot about them except... That I've read, they're extremely clever creatures. Yeah. And but I don't know a lot about them. Um, our neighbours at um, Onaro had bees. Jeff had bees. I kept quite a way away from them because I'm I'm not very fond of them as far as being stung is concerned. But I did see him, um, you know, when they open the hives and yeah. collect the honey. I saw him do that from a distance. <laughs> mm. All right. Do you remember? Queen B. Smith. Oh, no, I don't. She was the top dog in a TV show called Prisoner. Oh. No, I haven't Cell seen Block that. H or yeah, whatever it was. Australian show. Australian show. Yes, no, I haven't seen it. Played by an actress, well, this is a waste of time, called Val Learman. Yeah, I think I know the name. Wasn't Paula Duncan in that too? It was Cop Shop. Oh, cop shop, okay. Val Lehman, though, uh, retired. She's 80 now. She retired yeah. a couple of years ago to a delightful place called Toowoomba. 
There you go. And I was going to say, if you bump into her in the shop, she can say, hey, Queen Bee. There you go. I reckon she'd be sick of that by now. I like to be called Queen Bee sometimes. Of course you do. (laughs) Uh, Can I tell you a story? No. I've got no time for stories today. (laughs) Moving right along. (laughs) Of course you can tell me a story. (laughs) Should I play a commercial first? Maybe. That would be good. All right. Okay. Here you go. The kitchens of today can be more beautiful in 1949 because this year there's a better, brighter, self-polishing floor wax. It's 1949 Glow Coat. Yes, bright as it's always been, this year Glow Coat is brighter than ever, better than any. Try 1949 Glow Coat on your linoleum this week. I'm back now with a story about a bee. Okay. It's about a person by the name of B. Miles. B miles, as in like B, as in a lady B. B B A miles, and I love her story. She was a Sydney-based eccentric. Oh, okay. And she lived in a cave behind Bondi Beach. A cave. A cave. She was a little bit different, alternate. But where? Where do you? I know. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And she liked going to the beach. Okay. And she once took a sheep with her to the beach and the guard said, you can't have that on the beach. And the sign said, no, dogs, this isn't a dog, it's a sheep. But there's nothing for it to eat here. It's not eating, it's sunbaking with me. <laughs> anyway, she had a fear of sharks and she swam the whole length of Bondi Beach with a knife strapped to her leg in case a shark came. Oh, smart woman. I know, and but she was very bright. Yes. She studied a bit of medicine. She dropped out right. of medicine. She topped her private school thingy in English and she memorised every Shakespearean play. So when she needed a bit of coinage, she had an inheritance, but she would set herself up on a street corner and people would pay between sixpence and three shillings for her to recite a a bit of Shakespeare, depending on how long it was. But here's the thing. Yes. Her quirk was to hire taxis, flag them down, tell them where she wanted to go and then refuse to pay. So taxi drivers knew how to spot her. Okay. And if they didn't pick her up, which they didn't, she'd run after them until they got to the traffic light and rip rip the bloody door off. She was horrible. So she was arrested something like 195 times. Wow. And that's what I say. And when she lived in the cave, she she had a five-pound note pinned in her dress so the cops couldn't get her for vagrancy. Right. Is that still a thing? I don't know. Yeah. She she died in the early 1970s, I think, but oh. but she had some form of encephalitis. That probably may have set her off. Mm. And, but she did hire a taxi once. Right. And asked her in Sydney and asked for the driver to take her to Perth, oh. which she oh. did, and back. You're kidding me. And she paid for it, 600 quid. Wow. So that was different. And then once she hopped on a book on a tram yeah. and sat down and refused to pay and the driver protested and got off the tram, so she shut the doors and drove the tram, <laughs> <laughs> letting people off wherever they wanted to. Oh, good on her. So I've got... I think that's all I can think of, but I've got two... Connections with B. Miles. Okay. One is the abduction and murder of a little boy called Graham Thorne. Right. It was about 1960, I think. Yeah. 
Anyway, he was on his way to the school I went to mm. when he was abducted, put in a boot, and, and he ended up dying. Oh, goodness. And his, the reason he was abducted, his parents had just won the Opera House Lottery. Oh. And in those days, they published the name and address of the winners. Oh. That was the last time it ever happened How because ridiculous. this person went, yeah. hop into the car, little boy, your mother can't pick you up today. And yeah. Anyway, and his... Father Basil, grandfather, mm-hmm. was a travelling salesman who sold, I think it was women's wear to draper's shops, and my uncle was a draper and knew him. So the discussion around our house, did you hear about young Graham? Yeah. Anyway, B. Miles was in the public gallery when Stephen Leslie Bradley was found guilty of kidnap and murder and screamed, feed him to the sharks at Bondi. <laughs> and there's another connection. Yeah. The current CEO of MS Research Australia is the great nephew of B. Miles. There you go. There you go. There, yeah. Yeah, back to you with the bees now. That's well, my look, bee. The don't. only famous bee I know would be Bee Arthur. And oh, Bee Arthur was, was in Golden a Golden Girls. Girl. Yeah. What, what was her character? Dorothy. Yeah, yeah and she was the one with she the, was the, the strong, rather deep voice. Deep voice. Yes. She was almost a bloke. She was almost, yes. Okay. Very tall lady. That, too. That's a good grab. That is a good grab. Beyonce's known as Queen Bee. She I is. Think. No, she is. Yes. Yeah. And have you got a Beyonce line? I mean, we can't have a podcast without you singing oh. something, surely. <laughs> all the single ladies, all the single ladies. Is that, that, is that Beyonce? Put your hands up. <laughs> Put your hands up. Oh, I was going to go shake it, but that was the other oh. girl. Oh, that's Tay-Tay. Tay-Tay. Yeah. Oh, and we, we said at the top of Beeline. Oh, right. <laughs> you know why it's called a beeline? No, why? Because when a bee has collected the nectar... Yes. ..in one of its two stomachs... It's got two stomachs. <gasps> I didn't one know that. One for eating, one for the nectar, and then... One for the what? One for the nectar is pulled out. The, the nectar, it sucks it and yeah, goes yeah. into one stomach. And what was the other one for? Eating. Oh, right. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh, you remember what eating is? Oh, I uh, do. You were... God, she went on this diet for a while. I've forgotten what. The, um, anyway, a beeline it then yeah. flies the shortest direct route back to the hive. Right. So that's what a beeline is. And that's where the saying comes from. Yeah. And right. yes. Oh, you just mentioned that everything was before your time, but there was a thing. Well, I am only thirty-five, Ian. Yeah, I know, but there was a thing called a beehive hairdo. Oh, yes, my mother used to have them. You know, I thought, yeah, yeah and yeah. Uh, there's some famous people had it. Yes. Barbara Streisand. Yes. Uh, Joan Collins. Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn. Bridget Bardo. Oh, one of the famous beehives. And, and Marge Simpson. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's a big blue beehive. Is that a beehive? Well, <laughs> It just looks like a mess. <laughs> well, where did you hear? Yeah, I, I, I only learned this morning what really Bar- I only learned this morning what Bart Simpson's middle name is. Oh, what is it? Jojo. Oh, that's a bit weird, isn't it? Bart Jojo or Bartholomew Jojo Simpson. Bartholomew Jojo Simpson. Oh. We get back on to bees. Have, you, have you got bees. any more bees? I, I'm, no, I don't. I'm out of, <laughs> I think I'm out of bees. Oh, well, actually, hang stripey on. Stripy things, oh, stripy. I might actually have that. Oh, said oh. that, said that. I, I think, yeah, I think you pretty much said everything I was going to say. All right, here, maybe this one. Yeah. A hive of bees yeah. will fly over 55,000 miles to make one pound of honey 
and can create a hundred pounds of honey in a year. You know why I don't like this? It's gone a little bit American. A little bit imperial, yes, because <laughs> I can't work out, even though I go back to those days, what yeah. a pound is. Is that? Yeah. I think it's 2.2 pounds in a kilo. Kilo, that's a, but that'd be a bit And you right. just said how many miles? Oh, I'm off that side. And I'd walk thousand no, miles. <laughs> which would be damn close to 90,000 Ks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of Oh, we've got statistics happening now. Yeah, we've got I numbers, know, it's got a bit boring, num- isn't bit boring it? numbers. Yeah. Do you know any bee jokes? Bee jokes? Yeah. Bee, bee. Oh, there's got to be a bee joke. Oh, there has to be. There has to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That wasn't even meant to be a joke. It wasn't a joke. They're more puns, aren't they? Yes. Here you go. What's black and yellow and flies at 30,000 feet? What? A bee on an aeroplane. Oh. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> yes, it is. What is small, black and yellow and drops things? What? A fumblebee. Oh. <laughs> you, you've come up with two. You've got to have three bad oh, bees. No, here's one, here's Things one. come in threes. You'll appreciate this. What buzzes is black and yellow and goes along the bottom of the sea? I don't know. <laughs> Wait for it. A bee in a submarine. Oh, <laughs> I should have got that after the plane. Yeah. Oh. Oh, you, you know. That's what, terrible. What, what, do you, what do you call a dad joke that's told by a mum? <laughs> a good one. <laughs> what do bees chew? Bees chew. Yeah. Bees chew. No. Bumblegum. Oh. <laughs> People actually sit around and come oh, up no, with this, these. This one's really good. What? what do you call a bee with messy hair? <laughs> what? A frisbee. <laughs> Oh. oh, my word. I could go all day. I, I, Look, I was wondering one. what the Frisbee was doing coming towards me and then it hit me. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no, this is great. Oh, this is a great sight. <laughs> it's a sight for sore bees. It is. <laughs> oh. Beautiful. Here's one last one. Look, we'll finish with this one. All right. What does a bee use to style her hair? Seeing as we've been just talking about beehives. What does a bee use to style her honeycomb? Ah! I pulled it. You got it. <laughs> Good job. All right. Well, well, we'll leave it there. Beautiful. Bee. Bye-bye. Oh, bee. Bye-bye Come on, too. you try. Oh, I don't have nothing. You, yes, you do. Buzz you. off. Hooroo. <laughs> <laughs> Hooroo. <laughs>